0: Welcome in everybody to betting pros. It's time to place your bets. It's me, Joey P Joe P Zapia, and it's week five. It's time to take a look at the best lines, the best spreads. And of course, all of the betting you could possibly handle. And to help me do it, of course, is Andrew Erickson, Mr. Prop profit himself, who has got a wedding to go to this weekend. Don't worry. It's not his that's next year. I'll be waiting for my invitation. And I didn't get to save the date yet. I don't know what that's all about, but we'll see what happens. And of course, uh, one of my good pals who's back, who I haven't gotten to talk to in a little while, so we had to have her back on the show, Samantha Praviti. You can find her work over at the 33rd team right now. You can follow her on X. It's, getting, it's taking me a while, but I'm starting to say X instead of Twitter. I still don't like it. You can follow her at Samantha NFL. Samantha, welcome back. I know in your uh, spare time, uh, you're doing so many things, uh, including the snowboard instructing, which is fascinating to me because I'm just a dumb old city boy. So for those of us who have never been skiing, never been snowboarding, what is rule number one? Now, that's the thing that I need to know. Like, if I go to do that, what is the thing that I should pay attention to the most before I get out there on the slopes and possibly hurt myself?
1: Take a ski lesson, that would take be the most important. Lesson. Take a <laughs> take ski, a ski lesson. or snowboard lesson, really, really important. It's, it's, it's hard to learn and, uh, well without any kind of instruction and you know it's good to build that foundation and, and take away some of the anxiety. But uh, one really big tip, if you come up to the mountains up here, as we are at 9,600 feet, similar thing as if you know, you're playing the Rockies or playing the Broncos, big, big adjustment to altitude. So have to yeah. hydrate a ton
0: hydration and if i end up having to be in the little you know kids group you know french frying and pizzaing like they do on south park i'll try to figure that out erickson uh you were telling me before the show that the wedding you're attending this weekend is near gillette stadium uh while you're there hanging out in that uh, general area uh do you want to look for the patriots offense see if you can find it or maybe a cornerback they might be
2: able to use you this weekend well they're going to use jc jackson who i had (laughs) talked to my father about two weeks ago. i was like dad JC Jackson's is going to be on the Patriots in two weeks or so like he gave it two weeks and again one thing led to another he got benched by the Chargers and what do you know the Patriots get one of their cornerbacks that they draft they turn to a productive starter and then he gets overpaid in free agency by another team and then what do you know he's back on the Patriots yeah he was a healthy Daniels scratch last time. week
0: for the Chargers <laughs> a team that can't stop anybody in the secondary healthy scratch But you know, he'll go back and he'll be productive because it's the system and you just ask him to do one thing. That's all he needs to do. But uh, we got a lot of things to do. We're going to give you our favorite weekly side bets, the totals. We're going to go through all that. Before we do, don't forget, make sure you drop a comment below and subscribe to the Betting Bros YouTube channel. Even if you're listening on the podcast end, run over to your YouTube app and go subscribe because when you do... You might have a chance to win this Odell Beckham autographed jersey. Thanks to us here at Betting Pros. Again, subscribe, drop a comment below, and don't forget to click that little bell till it goes ding for notifications so you know if you are the big winner of the Odell Beckham jersey. And every single time a piece of content drops here on the channel, you'll be aware we got live streams going on. We got the college football that is hot right now. Let me tell you, they're doing some great work. Samantha, you're our guest. Let's kick off week five. Give me number one on your list of things we want to bet for this week in the NFL
1: sure so I happen to like the Cardinals first half money line that is plus 120 you can get that at DraftKings they are playing the lowly Bengals so the short backstory here is that I actually took Bengals Titans first half under last week obviously that didn't go super well for me and the absolute knife twist to this whole story is that it ended on a Derrick Henry passing touchdown like just absolute pain cool to watch but painful but uh you know I gotta say that the Bengals did their part of it and that they only scored three points in in the whole game but uh yeah so this time i am taking the cardinals lead going into half half time um as anemic as the bengals have been this year they've been actually a lot worse early in the game since he's not led once going into the half they are bottom three in first half points this year averaging just 4.8 um all season ahead of only the falcons and giants they're scoring 56 percent more points in the second half which is actually not that much but uh their half to half differential is negative 34 points so on the flip side we've got the cardinals who are actually one of the better first half teams and one of the worst second half teams they're averaging about um 11 more points per half than the Bengals and have a 20 p- 24 point differential and then like even just like first half aside we just watching the Bengals has been really, really painful. Uh, Joe Burrow just visibly hampered by this calf thing. And then we've got T. Higgins, who may or may not play. If he plays, he has a broken rib, which you know I wouldn't want to be playing with either. Um, Joe Burrow, last year he had the second highest completion rate in the NFL, and this year he's at 57.6. So definitely needs to something, something is not working for him. So I am definitely concerned about him overall, but I think like the best bet in this game for me is to take the Cardinals first half money line.
0: Yeah, plus 120, you're getting that uh, right now over on DK. And uh, I gotta be honest with you, Sunday night, when I was putting the early look ahead show together, the original number was five and a half on Arizona. And I jumped on that. Cause the next morning we got up to do the show, the look ahead show that we drop every Monday. And it was three <laughs> and I was like, wow. That didn't take very long for people to really marinate on how bad the Bengals look. And it's been a tough, tough sled. My concern here too, going forward, is what happens if they lose here? If they lose the Arizona Cardinals, I imagine Joe Burrow goes in the IR and he just tries to get healthy and they try to figure it out. But it's all about that long-term investment. They're paying him a lot of money. Andrew Erickson, I'm paying you a lot of money. So tell me something. Uh, tell me something good right now. Give me a pick for week five. What do you got?
2: Patriots Saints under 40 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> that, that stone cold lock of the week baby like these neither these offenses can get out of their own way so and we're just looking at what they've done so far this year patriots 4-0 and towards the under saints 4-0 towards the under the saints are 32nd in red scoring red zone scoring rate they can't score points and everyone looked at Derek carr as this massive upgrade coming in he's going to be better than Andy dalton no not been the case whatsoever. And I backed the Saints last because I thought Winston was going to play. He didn't play. And what do you know? The Saints lost because I started Derek Carr. So, Well, Derek me, Carr with I, half an arm. I mean, let's be honest. He was yeah, injured. Movement, why did he play in the game? Because he's afraid to lose his job because he's not good. That's why. Ooh, so wow. I, I can't Jesus. back the Patriots here um, just because I don't know have any confidence in their offense either. But for me, it's I like the defenses. I like the under. And if I had to pick a side, I would pick the Patriots because they are playing at home. But... I don't feel confident enough to put it as my best bet. So I would just go to the under here and I've been better as I've been tracking my bets so far this year with the betting primer, um, I'm up positively on totals. Like that's where I've been better than picking sides. So trying to embrace that a little bit more. So I'm going to start with a, with a, uh, under here.
0: I actually teased the new Orleans saints to three, over on FanDuel and uh, took that instead because with all the corners being hurt, I just think this is going to be a terrible situation for the page. And Matthew Judon out too. Like you, you can't lose that many guys on defense. Christian Gonzalez, everyone named Jones. I mean, it's just crazy right now what they've got going on. It's just unbelievable. Everyone but Mac Jones is the only Jones that's actually playing. They got three guys that are hurt, one might be coming back, but it's a bad scene right now, depending on Derek Carr's health. Like, I just think the saints are going to go in there and win this football game. All right, back to you, Samantha, let's get another one of your favorite bets for week five. What do you have?
1: Well, this one's lame. Cause I'm just going to go off of what Andrew said. That was one of my best bets <laughs> as well. I mean, both offenses are like the definition of mid actually mid might be a compliment so at this point but uh bottom six in points scored for both teams and bottom and below average in controlling time of possession both defenses are obviously pretty good though you did mention that there are multiple injuries to the Patriots side but uh all the Saints games this year have been pretty low scoring in fact every one of them would have hit the respective unders we talked about Derek Carr dealing with this AC joint injury which absolutely killed chris olave last week very very painful to get 0.9 sure fantasy points but even when car was healthy i mean the saints games like i said have just been Pretty low scoring. They did get a little bit of spark with Alvin Kamara coming back last week, which was nice. But uh, on the Patriots side, it has been a troubling trend uh, going from 20 points in the first week, 17, 5, and 15, and 3. So definitely not trending in the right direction. They did play some tough defenses, the Cowboys and Jets, but the Saints have been pretty good themselves. So, you know, I've, I've been concerned about this offense. They haven't been really great at establishing the run. Their best pass catcher from a production standpoint is tight end Hunter Henry and their quarterback. By Mac Jones. So I've never really been a huge believer in him. Um, he could definitely be on the run a lot too. Steelers ranked top seven in sacks per game. So I am all about the under <sighs> on uh, 40 points.
0: It's a pressing Sunday for the Patriots, I could tell you right now. Uh, Alvin Kamara, the big beneficiary too, I was just looking to see because I thought he had 14 targets and he did last week. 14 targets from Derek Carr, who couldn't probably throw the ball more than 10 yards. He was a warrior last week, Erickson. That's what he was. You're dogging him, fighting for his job. He's a leader. That's what he's doing. Anyway, we'll get to the, the individuals tomorrow on the prop show. That'll be a good time. Chris meeting is going to join us. Chris Robbins is going to join us. It's going to be a great show. Uh, before we get to, you know, the next pick here that we have, don't forget everybody. When you download that betting pros app, uh, make sure you go to the community tab and make sure you join the NFL contest. We've got going on because the grand prize winner is going to get a Jackson Smith and Jigba Jersey. All you have to do is make five picks a week. But if you're saying, Oh, Joe, it's already October. I missed out. doesn't matter. We're still doing weekly prizes, monthly prizes. You just have to make a hundred picks through the year, five picks a week. That's it. That's all you got to do. Go to bettingproscom slash NFL contest. Or go to the community tab on the app. That's all you have to do. And just join the NFL contest. Again, we're giving away uh, swag to our betting pro shop, our fantasy pro shop. We're giving away upgrades to fantasy pros and betting pros to the premium as well. So get on that. And don't forget also that you've uh, got a, something special going on too for iOS. If you haven't downloaded the betting pros app, do it this weekend. Cause you get three free days of premium to check out that, which is outstanding. All the best betting tools on the planet. Andrew Erickson, let's go back to you for another week two pick. What do you have for the people
2: going with the Ravens minus four playing in Pittsburgh? I understand the, the line because they got to give respect to the Steelers defense, Mike Tomlin, but come on, like the offense for the Pittsburgh Steelers is so bad. It is horrible up and down. You have Kenny Pickett, who's coming off an injury, who's going to play in this game. But he's not the only guy that's hurt. Pat Fryermuth is not going to play. Their starting left tackle. Dan Moore is not going to play. Their starting guard, James Daniels, is also dealing with an injury. So they're going to have their rookie left tackle start this game. And I'm having a banged up quarterback already. I get that the defense for Baltimore is not elite because they've also been banged up. But they've also played very well, despite missing a lot of their key guys. The Ravens take care of business against bad offenses and incompetent play callers. That's what the Steelers are bringing to the table here in this game. So again, this isn't a matchup where the Ravens are going to overlook the Steelers. They they know the Steelers are one of their biggest rivals, but they're clearly the better team here. And the fact that it's only four points, I'm taking it. Like, I just think Baltimore is hands down the better team. They beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh last year with Tyler Huntley by a field goal. I know Trubisky started that game, but... The steelers offense i don't know how they're going to score like unless tj watt gets a pick like forces a strip fumble that is a scoring for a touchdown like how do the steelers actually score points and i think the ravens know that the ravens know that they can be conservative they can run the football with gus edwards against one of the worst run defenses in the nfl and and play keep away and just win the game so i like the ravens here i think they get the win just because the steelers are the walking wounded right now i know we're getting close to halloween but Yeah, the Steelers are just not in a good place. I just noticed on
0: X that Matt Canada's burner account just followed you. So it's going to be a busy weekend for you. Just telling you. Well, this is
2: going to be the last game Matt Canada may be coaching for the Pittsburgh Steelers. (laughs) He's got a lot more
0: time to tweet or X or whatever the (laughs) hell he's going to do. But I agree with you. Uh, It's been bad. You know, we always like to give the Tomlin teams respect. And we always like to give them some sort of preference or treatment because they're always prepared. They're always well coached. And we did that in week one, and we got our doors blown off on it because of how good the 49ers were and how ill-prepared the Pittsburgh Steelers were. And it hasn't gotten better. It really hasn't. It's just been one thing after another. So Mike Tomlin said there's changes coming. We'll see. Maybe there'll be some changes after this one. Samantha Providi, let's change up the conversation. Give me another pick here that you like for week five in the NFL.
1: Sure. So I like the Lions' team total over twenty seven and a half points, which is minus one fifteen. You can get that at a few places, but I got it at Bet three six five. There are two main reasons that I like this bet. First, I think that last week was a little bit of an aberration for the Panthers. Uh, I think their defense definitely outperformed expectations, and Kirk Cousins and the Vikings did what they usually do, like play down to their competition. Like they, the the only reason that they kept it that close for that long was really that. And I, you know, I actually. Live bet the Vikings plus two and a half, and obviously, like, I had to sweat that for all of like one millisecond because I just knew the Panthers yeah. were gonna find a way to lose that game. Um, but the second reason that I like this is that the Lions are at home, and Jared Goff has a crazy home road split. I don't know if he just likes to like sleep in his own bed or maybe he has trouble throwing outside of Ford Field, but whatever it is, since the beginning of the 22 season, he's averaging nearly 40 more passing yards per game in 11 home. Home games he has 27 touchdowns to five interceptions 10 road games eight touchdowns to five interceptions so huge huge divergence there um, you know there's minor concern that if the Lions jump out to a really early lead they could take their foot off the gas but that isn't something that we saw against the Packers for sure so um, what I do think is that they will jump out to an early lead probably lean on that rush game um, which uh you know will probably hurt a lot of fantasy managers feelings because Steven Montgomery will probably end up with like 30 carries but you Know, uh, anyway, I, I, I just think that there's no way that they don't tack on at least 30 points on this Panthers team,
0: yeah. Uh, I think a highly likely scenario, that's for sure. Um, you know, when also uh, everybody is uh talking about uh, live betting, I was talking about it on Monday, made a lot of money. Same concept, I was like I the, the Denver Broncos all of a sudden went to plus 500, so I was like, yeah, well, I'm gonna bet them because Chicago can't get out of their own way, they can't possibly win this game, and they didn't let me down. I did sweat that one though, that one I was sweating. of course, they didn't kick a field goal, so I'm okay. But I want to let everybody know, speaking of live betting, next Thursday on our Discord at fantasypros.com slash chat, you can go join our betting pros channel. Uh, Derek Brown and I, during Thursday Night Football, right around halftime, we're going to jump in there, talk about some live betting potential things, take your questions too. So if you haven't, it's free to join. Fancypros.com slash chat. Go take a look at that. Again, join the Betting Pros channel. And when you do that, Thursday night next week, we're going to be jumping in there and talking to you guys about making some money while the game is going on live. Andrew Erickson, we got Thursday night football tonight. Maybe not an exciting game. Again, the aforementioned Bears are playing. So Scott Bogman and I will be taking everybody through that at 5 p.m. Eastern live on the channel as we do every single Thursday. But before we get to that, let's get to
2: another one of your picks here. What do you have? Going with the Falcons minus one and a half over at MGM, minus 115. Look, the two quarterbacks in this game could not be on different ends of the spectrum. Like, it couldn't be wider. Everyone loves CJ Stroud. Everybody hates Desmond Ritter. Like, like if you've listened to any or streamed any content this week, that's been the the highlight, like the headline. Ritter is horrible. Stroud is Peyton Manning. It, 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 the Texans, they blow away with the draft. But anyway, looking at Ritter, what he does at home is very different from what he does on the road. Desmond Ritter is undefeated at home at the professional level, at the college level. He has never lost a football game at home. Now, the Falcons, their defense, underrated. Not enough people are talking about because the offense being bad is kind of what's highlighting this team. But all the defensive adjustments they made during the offseason, adding guys like Calais Campbell, bringing a guy like Jesse Bates, like has shown up on the field. So they're one of the better defenses in terms of generating pressure, in terms of not allowing yards after the catch. So I think that this is a spot where I'm kind of buying the dip on the Atlanta Falcons. Like we back them a lot in the offseason. And when they play at home, 24 and a half points per game at home this year. On the road, six and a half points per game. (laughs) So so it's a stark difference between Desmond Ritter because when he plays at home, he's not pressured. Like when he's not under pressure, he can actually operate as a normal functioning quarterback, which I expect him to do here against the Houston Texans who don't have a, a pass rush as good as Jacksonville or as Detroit. So, I think that he's going to be able to operate from the pocket here. And we look at the coaching matchup between Arthur Smith and D'Amico Ryans. We saw this last year. Smith, Arthur Smith had the edge. The Atlanta Falcons beat the 49ers defense 28 to 14. Marcus Mariota completed all but one of his passes. So, I think there's a coaching edge here with Arthur Smith's offense versus this D'Amico Ryans defense that no okay. one is going to talk about. So, I like the Falcons a lot here. Because everyone loves Houston, and I'm surprised that it hasn't even gone I do. I'm one of the everyones. More... I, it made exactly. my top 10 bets a con, of the week video on betting This is a contrarian pick. This is a, is. I, I totally admit that. It's, it's a, a contrarian pick, pick
0: though. I, I like where your head's at because it, it does feel like, you know, whenever the public goes one way, you should go the other way. And Erickson's bring up a really good point, and this is how you make money. My problem is, I feel like Desmond Ritter is, you know, look, I know you brought up the road numbers and the home numbers, but also the road numbers also a London game in there too. That's a weird travel. It's not the normal sort of situation there. I I just, I struggle with the fact that he can't seem to remember that Kyle Pitts is on his team and he can't seem to remember some of the important things. And I like, I've, I've been a Desmond Ritter apologist, but at the same time, I'm looking at the, the vibe of the Houston Texans right now. And I think they've got something going on here and, and it would be very NFL-esque for them to beat the Steelers, big triumphant victory, go on the road and then lose to the Falcons. You're 100 right. So I can't wait to see the outcome of this game. You and I will be texting Sunday while you're at the wedding this weekend. So uh, let's get to the next one here on our list here. We've got a bunch of good ones here. Let's go back to you, Samantha. What do you have here for week five?
1: Sure. I'm gonna piggyback off of what Andrew said, but kind of go in the opposite direction. I'm a little bit more on Joe senior. So, uh, finally someone (laughs) likes me best. (laughs) <laughs> so I've obviously been super hyped on CJ Stroud. It goes without saying. And, you know, as a sad Panthers fan, like cue the sad Pablo gif just watching him be awesome while Bryce Young has been struggling, I know, four weeks of the season. With. It's it's fine. It'll be okay. It's fine. But, everything's uh, fine. Every, it's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. You sound like Ross but, uh... from Friends making
0: fajitas. <laughs> That's what you remind me of right now.
1: But a cool nugget that my friend Brandon Anderson from Action Network uh, told me earlier today <clears throat> is in the 10 teams that a team... 10 times that a team has played after playing in London without a bye the opponent of that team has gone over the team total versus a tired defense 7 out of 10 times and has either tied or led going into the fourth quarter in all 10 games small sample size yes but we're definitely hurt we've definitely heard teams complain about not having that bye week after the international travel which totally makes sense and it's possible that it just impacts the defenses a little bit worse. So I I think that there, there could be something to that with the Falcons coming off of that London game. Um, and I've just been, like I said, really impressed with it, with the CJ Stroud, the Texans and what he's doing with what I'm going to say is a pretty much a B team, which I also think might even be a compliment because they've got like five offensive linemen uh, injured and his best receivers are Nico Collins and Tank Dell and uh great pickup, by the way, if you were able to get him in, in fantasy. Uh, I do like the Texans to potentially win outright or cover the spread. But um, the only reason I am going with the team total is because of what you mentioned with the um, home road split for Desmond Ritter. I just don't know exactly what to think of this Falcons team. So that's kind of when I go in that team total direction. So at least I know what I think I'm getting out of one team. I'm not always sure what I'm going to get out of the Falcons, but I feel pretty confident that I'm going to get a good game out of CJ Stroud and the Texans.
0: Some outside the box thinking. I like it. Let's go. All right. uh, Let's get to the next one. Andrew Erickson's. And remember, if you're trying to stay on top of everything, here. Make sure you're using the betting pros app. Make sure you're setting those game notifications too with the line alerts uh, over on BP. So if you have the BP line alerts, uh, that app, you can set your certain game notifications. So you know if there's any line movement between now and Sunday during kickoff, it really helps you lock in the best bet. So make sure you're utilizing all of the tools here at betting pros so you can be successful because we're giving them to you. They're right there. You can track all your bets. You can Uh, Use the prop bet cheat sheet, which we're going to talk about a lot tomorrow too. That is a fantastic tool and it's all there for you. So don't be intimidated by this. This is fun. Wagering on the NFL games is fun. And even if you can't wager, you can still do the NFL contest and just make picks and still be a part of something every week. So go join the
2: community. It's good time. All right, Andrew Erickson, you're a good time. Give me something that's going to be a good time for my wallet this week. Well, you can get this one right before in the morning, Joe, before you go on the live stream. Bills, Jags under 49 and a half or 49 over at MGM minus 110. So this is the London game, the second London game in a row that the Jags are hosting. Um, I don't think there's gonna be a lot of points scored in this game, to be honest. I, I like the underplay here. You look at the Bills defense. It's been great fourth and total expected points added on defense behind baltimore dallas and cleveland so they're playing like a top five defense and jaguars have struggled on offense like we really have not seen them hit their stride like they did last year they're still trying to figure things out they're shuffling across their offensive line they're getting cam robinson back this week but still we haven't seen trevor lawrence really click with his receiver since week one um, I look at the Bills' side of the things, I think Jacksonville can limit their ground game, top 10 and fewest rushing yards per game, eighth and expected points added in the run defense. So I-, I think that both defenses have like the personnel to slow down the respective offenses. And I think that you have Jacksonville playing their second game in London at, you know, at home, quote unquote, but they're adjusted to the time. Like they're adjusted to the time, but bills just got to London. So we'll see how they acclimate their bodies to the time difference and when you look at what the bills have done on the road this year, they're two and zero toward the under on the road this season. With the Jaguars, they are two and one towards the under at home, including last week in London. So I-, I think that the London games you get all excited about, and they're usually not these high scoring affairs, just like from re- it's usually like much closer games like what we saw last week, where you know that game could have been lower scoring if it wasn't for a pick six thrown by Desmond Ritter. So I'm taking the under, especially with that at the totals at forty nine. Like, the Jaguars haven't played in a shootout at all this year. So, I, with their offense struggling, I don't think the Bills offense is going to do enough necessarily to put this game over the total. I think it goes over, like, 45, but goes in under 49. I bet this one already. This is not, this
0: was a really big uh, week for me for the early betting. Uh, again, follow me at bettingpros.com slash Joe. You can follow Erickson, same thing, bettingpros.com slash Erickson. I bet this one at six on the Jag side, uh, for the same reason, I feel like it's a letdown for the Buffalo bills a little bit here, a big game against Miami last week, big statement game. Then they also lost Tredavious white. That's another big piece. Then you got to travel to London. I just feel like this is the classic letdown. Now I don't know if the Jags can win outright that I'm not into, but I'm not alone because this number's already been bet down because it was at six, two days ago. Now it's at five in most spots. as I'm looking at betting pros. So right now the best number you can get you know is the five and a half uh you can get that in a couple spots like on FanDuel and caesars have it there bet mgm's there but also dk's already at five he's already starting to move in the opposite direction They're really interesting uh so uh good stuff there like that a lot all right samantha let's go back to you one more for the people here week five what do you have
1: Sure. I'm going with one more team total, and that's under 16 and a half for the Steelers. So kind of piggybacking off of what Andrew said, obviously, we think that the Ravens are the better team here, and it's not particularly close. But the, the So the spread would seem to make obvious sense, but I'm not as bullish because... Um, Two main reasons: these teams tend to play each other pretty close, dating back to 2020. The last six meetings have been determined by the following margins: three, two, three, one, five, and four. I know there have been a lot of backups been playing in those games, but uh, the underdog has actually covered 11 straight meetings between these two teams. So something to, men- to, to keep in mind that they, the, like I said, that they keep them pretty close. Lamar Jackson has struggled in the past. So, like I said, I'm a little bit more confident about the Steelers not doing anything instead of the, the Raven side of things. In terms of line movement, this uh, this is actually shifted down about four points, um, which uh, was all on the Steelers side. So definitely people are very pessimistic about the Steelers, which makes sense with all the injuries. Deontay Johnson hurt his hamstring, won't be back till week six or so. Pat Fryermuth will miss multiple weeks. Kenny Pickett says he'll be good to go, but I, don't, I mean, I don't know if that... What that means if he can't play, it's Mitch Trubisky. Uh, but it's not like Kenny Pickett I we know is what out that there. Means. <laughs> yes, we, we know what that means. Three interceptions last year um, from him in this game. So uh, you know that Ugh. that's pretty much what I would expect from from Mitch Trubisky. But even if Pickett plays, it's, it's really not like he's uh he's out there blowing the doors off of defenses. So um, I think he's going to struggle against the Baltimore pass rush that ranks uh, top four in sacks per game. And uh, it's just overall, I, I, it's they haven't been able to establish the run. And I all Nashi Harris has just been absolutely terrible for fantasy, and uh, you know it, it's good for my betting because I've been betting his under every single week. So um, <laughs> well, you've been <laughs>
0: winning a lot of money, and you're, yeah. you're taking us all out after the show for dinner. For sure, that's that's definitely going to happen. But yeah, uh, so I expect this one to be grace, something. I like.
1: Yeah, I expect this to be something like seventeen to thirteen. I don't think it'll be a, a huge Ugh. huge game on either side
0: it sounds very uh afc north gross yeah. kind of yeah that sounds about right i guess the only grace for about uh, patriots fans too is that like patriots are bad but so are the Steelers. so i guess you're just kind of like okay <laughs> no, nobody's going ahead of anybody in the ring race right now all right uh, andrew erickson one more before you get out of here uh give us uh your last pick here
2: for week five I'm going with the the Colts' money line here, which I think okay. now, based on where the odds have shifted, you know, when I first put this in, they were favorites, and now it looks like they're two-and-a-half-point dogs. So, you should be able to get a higher payout on the Colts' money line, you know, opening as favorites, and Plus now no, no longer getting— Plus
0: 118 on FanDuel Erickson right now. I'm just looking at it on BP
2: right now. Plus 118. Well, I love it because I hate this spot for the Titans because the (laughs) Titans are one of these teams where they're so hot, cold. It's like one week they're this, they they just dominate. The next week they don't look like they know how to play football. So it's like you got to zig while others are zagging with the Titans. So if people are backing the Titans, you got to back the other team. So the thing with me is looking at how they play on the road versus how they play at home. And it specifically comes down to their offensive line. Like their offensive line is bad. There's no debate about that. And what happens is offensive lines don't travel well. Like bad old lines don't play good on the road. And we've seen that in their two road games where they've averaged nine points per game versus 27 points per game playing at home. What's the strength of the Colts defense? Their defensive front, their defensive line. That matches up with Tennessee's ability to run the football. And when you look at the advantage on the Colts side of things from an offensive perspective, Anthony Richardson is breaking fantasy football and the guy looks like Cam Newton out there. So I'm taking Anthony Richardson and Shane Steichen. This this duo, I love this pairing. They're going to take advantage of this horrible Titan secondary. That you know, last or this is what they've done this year: fifth worst in adjusted net yards allowed per attempt and completion percentage faced. So Richardson got his team back in the game by completing 11 passes last week against the Rams to force overtime. They didn't win that game, but they came close and they were down big in that game and they still rallied. So I like what I'm seeing from this Colts team. You look at the last time we saw Shane Steichen play this Titans secondary last year with the Eagles. Again, the different personnel, but he threw for 400 passing yards, Jalen Hurts, in that game. Shane Steichen knows how to beat this Titans defense. We saw it last year. I think he's going to do the exact same thing with Anthony Richardson. So Colts money line, let's book it.
0: I like Steichen a lot as a coach. I think he's going to do very well. I think he and Richardson are going to have a very productive time together. So Erickson likes the Colts on the money line, which by the way, now you can get a plus plus one eighteen over on FanDuel. That's the best line you can get for them. So jump on that bad boy. Uh, also, he's in on the Jags bills under at 49, the Falcons minus one and a half, the Ravens minus four and the Patriots and saints under Samantha is on the Cardinals on the money line, the Patriots and saints, under uh the lions team total of 27 and a half the texans on uh, this the over excuse me the over on the texans 20 and a half and the under sorry Pittsburgh dealers uh under 16 and a half gross that's a very low number and still under it and i don't think it's wrong i don't think it's wrong samantha braviti always so great to talk to you so happy you could make the time for us on the show today go follow her at samantha nfl over on x don't forget drop a comment below what are your picks for the week we want to hear from you drop them in the comments subscribe to the channel click the bell and you can win an odell beckham jersey and join our contest at bettingpros.com nfl contest for more amazing free stuff that'll do it for us but the story of the game goes on for andrew and samantha i'm joey p we'll see you next time kids Thanks for listening to the Betting Pros podcast. Follow us on X and TikTok at Betting Pros and Instagram at Betting Pros NFL. Also subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash